0: Hey guys. Welcome to My Fence Life. I'm Cannon. Uh, i got my buddy Dan here, as always. And tonight we have Luke Gibson, uh, uh, Farm Fence Solutions, Indiana. I'm excited about it. Uh, if you will, take a moment out of your evening to uh, find us on YouTube. It's called My Fence Life. All the shows that we publish here uh, eventually end up on YouTube as well. And, Dan, uh, we've got a few podcasts channels well, as well, man, right?
1: Um- I think we're up on Apple Music. It takes a while to get confirmed and okayed and all that good stuff. But uh, I know you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Audible, Apple Music. I think they got us up and running, but it's like a, it takes three, four weeks to get all that stuff rolling. And we're right at that month mark. So you'll be able to listen to it on a podcast in the truck if you want to catch up on somebody. Listen to what's going on, and don't forget, you can go to our website, guys, myfencelife.com. Scroll down to the bottom, get suggestions for shows. If you want to be a guest, we had somebody reach out today from a couple days ago from uh, New Jersey. So wants to be on the show. So anyway.
0: Yep, good stuff.
1: We waited long enough. We got Luke on here. Last time Luke was on, y'all were, uh, where were we at? Nebraska. Horrible audio. Couldn't hear what he was saying. It was a difficult show. Y'all were cutting up in the background. So we're like, we've got to get this guy back on here where we can actually hear him and <laughs> get to know him. And, and Luke, Luke. Had a,
0: he had a lot of good stuff that night. And uh, I think Dan Hardy and I were really the only two people that heard it. So we owed another episode to Luke, at least yeah. one. Uh, so, hey, Luke, if you will, man, introduce yourself. Take a few seconds. Tell us who you are.
2: Luke Gibson, uh, my wife and I on Farm Fence Solutions. We're in southwest Indiana. Been at this for a couple decades and uh, have made enough mistakes along the way that I think we have something to offer as far as how to expedite the process of achieving success a little quicker than we did. Uh, And so that's kind of what we have made our our life goal uh, these days is to help contractors be successful every chance that we get. Uh, and so that's what basically farm Fence solutions is all about. We started that as a supply business, um, uh, in addition to our contracting side. So,
1: uh,
2: our dream was to provide, uh, better products and better material and better education, better guidance, uh, especially for young guys it could be old guys, but anybody new to the industry, uh, we've got a soft spot for uh, the younger guys that are getting started. And instead of them going through all the hard times that we went through, maybe skip some of that would be nice. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that's what we do. So Luke, I've, I've referred to you to a, a few people in time as America's fence guy. <laughs> and that's a heavy title, man. I'm glad you have the American flag behind you. <laughs> uh, it just seems fitting, uh, but I've seen your knots. I've seen uh and, and look, maybe maybe your knots are just regular to an ag guy. I don't know. But uh, to a guy. Did
1: cannon freeze up on us again? I think he
2: did. Get the hot shot out.
1: Yeah, man. Cannon's having problems, guys, with his audio for some reason today. <clears throat> We're going to have to get him hardwired in. I think he's trying to stream off the Wi-Fi. But uh, anyway, to pick up where he left off, um, uh i lost my train of thought it screwed me all up luke
2: i <laughs> no, was oh. talking about knots and how you know if if those are just normal to, to uh, ag fencers and they they're becoming more normal uh, not necessarily they're still not the norm in america but if you go to other places in the world uh new zealand the uk uh, ireland you know places like that where uh fence is a lot of times held to a higher standard uh there we got him back but it's becoming more and more commonplace uh here not that uh not that there weren't knots all along but uh Mm -hmm. but the uh the knot tying has really picked up around these parts in the last few years
1: and i i really hope we can get you know together people that are are trying to do that, do what they can for this industry and get it to where it is in other parts of the world and how it's a respected trade, you know? Believe it or not, we're a long ways behind
2: uh, some other parts of the world. So uh, I work closely with some friends around the world that are in the position to uh, basically help govern the fence world um and set standards. New Zealand is kind of the top of the top as far as setting a standard. And if you don't adhere to it, then you can't be a licensed fencer. Uh, wow. Really? The first fence association I ever joined was the New Zealand uh, Fence Association and still am a card carrying member. Uh, they take it more serious than anybody in the world. And uh, there's a lot to be learned from that the American Fence Association, don't discount the American Fence Association, especially with Tony Thornton involved. I mean, that's if you need something, that guy right there, uh, there's nothing better in the world.
0: So you're telling us in, in New Zealand, you have to have a license, a fence license
2: mm-hmm. to be a, a licensed fence contractor.
0: That is awesome.
1: Wouldn't that be great? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm
1: striving for, man. Um,
0: Dan, I don't know if you could pass the test though, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I'm striving
1: for. You know, I, I've said it before in uh, past shows, where I went to an H uh, Home Builders Association meeting, and the local trade school um, dean was there. And I pulled him aside. I'm like, "Man, we we need to do something with fencing. You know, fences are just as important as as plumbing and HVAC. Do you know what the cost of a roof is? Try to buy a fence. It's like buying a roof." those guys have licenses no. I do mean,
2: where we have some better opportunity in the States versus uh, other places are uh, I mean the publicity of the this is what you should expect to pay uh, fencers around the world and that's I'm not gonna say all of them there are a few here and there that end up making a good living uh, but in the u.s there's more opportunity for profit than there is a lot of other places not that there's no opportunity for profit other places but you you meet a lot of fencers that they do it for 40 years they they have a hundred thousand in the bank and some old worn out equipment that nobody wants and Mm -hmm. you know you go what what was this all about what was this for because you can't retire you got to go get a job somewhere or you know live off of ramen noodles and
0: Right. and they have an auction and they and they bring in sixty thousand dollars on top of it and that's yeah the end of it yeah it's sad yeah. it's really sad yeah. so 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 when you say there's an opportunity what do you mean like uh, are, are you saying like like <clears throat> America there's more money to be made in America or are you saying like uh, as a whole fencers in America just don't uh, charge correctly what do you what are you saying luke there's more profit to
1: be made. you're making more net profit in the states I,
2: Well, I think that you can make that profit anywhere, but I think that there's uh, I think it's easier in the u s because the consumer's mostly trained to it already. so if you want something done right now you guys want to hire something done, how's that go? Uh, you got a slam list. You screwed. I mean, we went over a year to get furnaces and air conditioners installed in our offices that we built three years ago. I mean, and now we're waiting on the spray foam guys. We've been waiting on a concrete guy for a month. It's that we booked a year ago. I mean, we're building a new building right now. We signed a contract early October and they got here two weeks ago, which was the, that's fine we understand it was going to be like that. Uh, we need another truck right now. I've spent the last four days trying to find a truck, anything that will work, and it's not out there. So, uh, yeah. And I'm not, it's not always been that way. But in the US, if you will just show up and do the work, you that, that in itself will command a premium, at least where I'm from. Uh, yeah. I'm and me, like waited everywhere else time. that we've set those things
1: in motion, it works. Uh, it works there fine too. Yeah. I've waited four months just for Windows, man. Four months, you know. Yeah, see that get hardwired in, buddy.
0: Thank you um, I just started yeah. out of nowhere. Thank you, baby. You
1: know, we had a conversation um, with. I had a conversation with some people the other day, and it used to be, go to college so you can make all kinds of money. Well, now you go to college and you know, people are managers at Burger King. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I want to be more than a manager at Burger King. You know. And it's it's I, I feel like there's been a shift to where all these people went to college thinking they're going to go have these cush jobs making money and the trades have fell off. And, I, and hopefully there's going to be a shift to where we can start training some people and and uh, get us some good tradesmen, you know?
0: But, Dan, if you're going to work fast food, it's going to be Burger King, right?
1: Uh, well, yeah, it's going to have to be Burger King. Dr. Dairy Queen? no apparently no no i'm gonna let mark take the dairy queens we had a knockoff <laughs> dairy
0: queen here called the dairy cream does that sound bad or what a knock-off. yeah somebody knocked it off really? dairy cream look just like it
1: <laughs> did, they, did they turn did they turn it
0: turn it upside down i wouldn't know i didn't i didn't go man I, I didn't go it was it was well i went to
2: college dan and and i made it so it's not impossible
0: yeah uh, no, I'm
1: I mean, not saying, I, no i saying. i went no, every
2: weekend good. for six years <laughs> really? Yeah. Every weekend for six years, I went to college. Wow.
1: Are you going to tell yep. me it's finish college? Perhaps.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm. I'm leaned in. Like, what's he finna say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm
1: like, here we go. Yeah. Every, every,
0: every go. Friday night when
2: I got done working, that's where I went. Yeah. I had, had to see my buddies that were in school.
0: Sleep. <laughs>
2: go back to work on Monday.
0: <laughs> he went to, those, to uh, the he went to those frat houses and came on back so hey uh Luke let's let's talk about profit man um, that's yeah. something we kind of we kind of had a, a brief agenda here let's talk about profit so so what is what is profit what is what is healthy what is normal what's not healthy um why did so many fence companies not make it beyond that guy that you described who fenced for 40 years he had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and a bunch of old worn out equipment. Why do people not go further than that?
2: Uh, you know, stick with what you know, but in the, in the ag world, I think so many fencers come from a place where they had livestock and they, the only reason that they started the fence was that they needed it or, you know, a neighbor uh, called and said, Hey, can you come build some fence for me? And you know, it just snowballed into a fence business and they just, they get stuck in this rut of well i was just started off trying to help my neighbor and yeah uh, you know the next thing you know you got three years worth of work booked out and you're not making any money at it uh, you're just getting hired because you're the cheapest guy mm-hmm. uh, but you think that you're that's what you're supposed to do because you've watched people work like this uh, and that's not to take away from farming by, by any means uh, I mean that's the way that I grew up and watching this happen but but at the end of the day it's, it's uh, like a dairy farm I've got cousins that milk still milk uh, and it's just a miserable life and it, it ends in divorce a lot for those guys and the same thing with fence they're just they end up running 80 hours a week 100 hours a week uh, and there's really there's no payoff for it. It's, they're not making millions of dollars. It could be different if you were making millions of dollars, I guess. And you could put up with it for a few years and then quit. Uh, but the good Lord didn't put us on this earth to work till we died. He put us put us here to live. Um, so I think that's the, the biggest problem that I see in the ag fence world is these guys that say, oh, you can't charge that much. Yeah, you can, because you're not leaving yourself any room for growth. If you don't have some money left over, some cash at the end of the year to buy better equipment or to take your wife and kids on vacation or, to, you know, you, that kid's going to turn 16 and need something to drive. Doesn't mean you got to buy it for him, but probably probably means you're going to have to help these days. Uh, but if you can't afford to do the things that you need to do just to grow your business, then what's the point in staying after it? we were that way. Fifteen years we operated that way. It was hand to mouth uh, and it was miserable. Nobody was happy. I don't know why I stuck around, but she did. If I'd have been married to me,
0: I, I'd have left. <laughs> Maybe it's because you have a plane. But I didn't then. I, I get I it. couldn't afford one then. Hey, look, we're going to come back to the planes. I got some questions I want to ask you. But, um, so, so this profit deal, um, uh, you put out a video. I'm gonna guess three months ago, maybe. Uh, you had your little Excel spreadsheet, and you were doing a breakdown. That was
2: mainly out of frustration because people ask the same questions all the time. Yeah.
0: What's the same question they ask? How? What do you charge?
2: How do I price a job? What What do you charge for X? Yeah. Well, what yeah. I charge, what you charge, need to be two different numbers. Stop asking that question. It drives me back shit crazy. I can't stand it.
0: And what you did, you went through the list and you had all these, you had, um, we, we got to have 14 rows of this fabric. We got to have this many posts. We got to have this many that. And uh, this particular job that you used as an illustration, I think there were some travel and some hotel expenses. Um, Not- I don't know what else. Yeah, everything. Maybe, day, how many maybe days of labor? Yeah, yeah. But what I what I appreciated was was the fact that you you know you grouped all of that into one thing, just the cost of goods, even the hotel, even the meals, even the fuel. This is what it's going to cost for us to drive to whatever city y'all had to drive to on that job to do that job. I mean, hey, look, I know I've got four guys going. They, they got to have somewhere to sleep while they're there. They got to have something to eat while they're there. Like that's part of us doing this job. And you went through and you added your. Uh, you added your, 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 your overhead, your, your, your mark up to it. You know, uh, yeah. I, I liked, I liked that video uh, a lot. I could tell you were pissed off. I was like, damn, who's he mad at? Was it Mark?
2: <laughs> that I was mad at?
0: Him? Yeah.
2: No, no. Why, no, I wouldn't have been mad at Mark. <laughs> we share the same frustrations. It's it's every day There's there's someone on a fence page that asks, what 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 are you charging for this? And I get them phone calls every day. What do you cho- how what do you guys get up there for X? It doesn't matter what we get up here because you don't we're not you're not in the same place that I am. My overhead is higher than it was when I worked by myself and I didn't have the right insurance So didn't have nobody had a CDL. We were running farm tags, breaking all kinds of laws, and we still weren't making any money. Now my overhead's twice as high. We charge four times as much and our profit is skyrocketed so yeah math it's, it's the the math that they teach you in the first and second grade as long as you can do that
0: i so mean in a, get in out dollar bus- bills or quarters
2: and do it that way
0: uh in a business as your such as yours are you running multiple crews like us backyard guys or is it like one big operation and you tackle one thing at a time how does that work uh,
2: we're uh People get the impression that we're huge and we're not. We'll bring in a lot of specialized guys on occasion, but we don't, uh, we don't have any dummies. Everybody on our, on our outfit is an all-star. So, um, uh, it is nothing for guys to go knock jobs out by themselves and that could be happening in three places at one time. So yeah, we run separate crews on big stuff. I mean, we'll roll in with four semi loads of equipment and knock it out that way. Uh but we are. Everybody works alone. We've got the equipment to work alone. That's one thing. It's my pet peeve is people teaming up on a one man job and just don't like
1: it. So. Well, you saw you saw on the, um, the Facebook page one of the groups. Somebody said post your truck, and everybody's posting their trucks. And Luke posts <laughs> like an eighteen wheeler, <laughs> flatbed. Oh. With all this equipment and stuff like mean, alright we can't. I can't. <laughs>
2: well, that's where we live. Uh, you guys hopefully come to the forum and you'll get to see it. But in our township, there's no town. Uh, the closest Walmart's 25 minutes away. Uh, there's a, you are Walmart that we can get to. What's that? You
0: you are the Walmart.
2: (laughs) We try, uh, but there's 236 adults in our township. So within 10 miles of farm fence solutions, there's not a deep pool of people to pick from. Uh, but most of them are really good people that, I mean, we, we've got a lot of hardworking people around here, but they're how all many, uh, used to earning good money because we're surrounded by coal mines and industry. So it we can't we can't just get dummies to come in and fill holes. It doesn't work for us.
0: So. How many Dollar Generals do you have there?
2: Uh there's the Dollar General. I mean, it's in every little town. Matter of fact, they just built another one in High Mara. Uh, to give you an idea, within fifteen miles of us, there is one stoplight. Uh, that town is Jasonville. They have a. They have a dollar general. I mean, all the little, the little Bergs
1: have a dollar general.
0: But oh, look, it's, 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 am I right when I think about this? Like the absence of people is probably great for an ad fence guy.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, and not that we don't tackle some big projects, you know, for cattlemen, because we do, we still get those jobs. But our market, I mean, we, drive, we go to the city every day. We're on the outskirts of Indianapolis or the outskirts of St. Louis or the outskirts of Chicago or the outskirts of Nashville. That's outskirts of Charlotte, North Carolina, somewhere like that. I mean, that's the next job I've got to bid is just south of Martinsville, Virginia. Uh, those are the, the kinds of places that we're going. So our Most of our clients are the, you know, 10-acre horse lady or, you know, Could be that the 100-acre horse lady that we're working for right now. Um, But not necessarily five-strand barbed wire for cattle. We still do some of that, but not like we used to. Um,
0: What does your day-to-day look like? Because, look, I'm going to tell you, the images I see, I see the loop with the big jeans and the dirty, the oil stains and the grease. Are you out building fence? What do you do day-to-day?
2: Yeah, that's, uh, it doesn't look like that as many days as it used to, but it still looks like that a lot. Uh, I've got two, the two jobs I've got on my list to yet to finish uh, here in the next couple of weeks, I'll do by myself, but it's a thousand feet of woven wire that's for a neighbor. And then uh, a couple thousand feet of board fence uh, that's for a long time customer. And so those are the two jobs that I've got to get done by myself in the next couple of weeks. but we also
0: now when you say by yourself you mean like ain't nobody gonna be with you at all no it'll be
2: just be me
1: Uh, (laughs) a couple thousand feet of board things you're gonna do by yourself yeah that's pretty awesome man
0: do you use like an x-man like sean has so you hang it on the post and nail it (laughs) i mean how do you do that
2: Uh, we've got our we've got our own tricks yeah there's no x-man but no we've got our own tricks um and it's not that big of a job. It won't be too terrible.
0: 2,000 feet? I'm
2: still out there uh, not as many days as I used to, and we've got some other things that we're involved in that take some time. Uh, I didn't build any fence today, but I did uh, uh, I did pull an engine, so that, I, I did get dirty. What
0: would you pull an engine on?
2: That uh, was an airplane.
0: Oh, wow. So, all right, let me ask you this. Since you brought it up again, let's talk about airplanes. I have this like I have this fascination for myself. I don't own an airplane. I've flown with Delta like probably twelve times in my life, you know like that's me, but I follow this page and it's called Big Tire Airplanes mm-hmm. something something like that big wheel big tire yeah, and these joggers are freaking landing in like little creek beds. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this?
2: yeah that's Kevin Quinn that's his group yep
0: yeah so what do you think about that man is that cool or what it's a lot of fun it's like airplanes with mud tires and they're just like drop down wherever the hell they want to And we're gonna hang out here and get our barbecue grill out and make some burgers and we'll fly out of this creek bottom i don't know how they do it
1: (laughs) yeah we've got one of them
0: a big tire plane
1: yeah so
0: tell us more, like go into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cause this is profit. We're, like, the, the whole idea of the how much more
1: profit did you have to make to buy it? The oh my God. Let's get back on track.
2: <laughs> how much profit did we need to buy an airplane? Well, it depends on the airplane. Exactly. Sometimes buying an airplane is a way to make profit. So I think we've all experienced this year that they're, uh, i think we could have done 10 million this year had we been able to get our hands on the things that we sell we're not going to do 10 million i still set those goals i still want to make that profit so i don't mind doing some things that are fun for me in my free time mm-hmm. to make a little bit of money so the pull in the engine well we didn't really pull the engine we pulled all the cylinders off of it, but, uh, the airplane market is crazy right now. Well, if you look for deals, you can find deals. And we found a deal on a, a 150 Cessna in Georgia. And it was three days away from being out of annual. And we bought it for half what it was worth um, in the shape that it was in. And we're going to spend about five grand on it. And whether we keep it and rent it or we sell it or flip it or um, it's just a little two-seater. But that's a good way to make 15, 20 grand without much Work, uh, you know, we might end up with fifteen, twenty hours in it. That's good enough profit for me to play with, and it's something we get to play
0: with. So it wasn't your plane.
2: No, it's our. We bought it. It's our plane. Uh, but it's just a, it's just a flip job. It's just a way to make some money.
0: So, Man, I'm gonna get me a plane, brother. Get one. What
2: are you waiting on? Seriously, what do you wait? If you want to do, do it. Tony Thornton, Mark Olson, they'll all tell you. Brian, Reich. I want.
0: I want that big tire plane, man. I like that. That's really we'll cool. Get a big tire plane. So, how hard is it to land in one of those creek bottoms? Just like, hey, I want to land right there.
2: <laughs> it's harder than you think. Uh, so, the thing about those planes that you see, uh, tail dragger, it's like pushing a shopping cart full of beer backwards. So the center of gravity. Is behind the mains, so it always wants to pass itself. It's always wanting to. It's always trying to kill you. In the air, it's just fine. It's on the ground when they want to kill you. Uh, so um, a tail dragger is a little bit more difficult to fly.
0: Uh, and a tail dragger is that plane with a little bitty wheel on, under the tail?
2: Yeah, they have big tires and yeah in the front, but yeah, they have a, a little tire in the back. There, there you go. Can you see that? Yeah, uh-huh. that's yours. Yeah, that's that's my daughter standing next to it.
0: What are those, like 31s? 29s on that one. 29s.
2: Yep,
0: 29s. So what about this guy that we saw the other day? Uh, he was fencing with a helicopter.
2: Yeah, Shane Robertson. Uh, he lives in Aberdeenshire, Scotland. Uh, that's You don't think of Scotland as being very remote, but it's really remote, so they were heli packing the material in most of those jobs that you see him packing material in with a helicopter means it's all hand work on the other end but they were able to track a machine in so.
0: Hmm. Yeah. so I guess he applied whatever gross margin he needed to to that helicopter
2: yeah I'd say Shane's probably probably making some profit on that one <laughs> He's probably doing all right
0: he runs a really a,
2: a great business well, listen, uh,
0: so, so look, hey, can, can you dumb it down for us all right what's the number one question people ask? Well, what should I charge? What should I charge? What's the number one answer? Well, it's based on your business. You have to know your numbers. Yeah. So how does knowing my numbers correlate to whatever percentage? You know what I mean? Like, how does that? Well, it's you true. Take, you know When we saying? talked about this beforehand,
2: uh, I mean, you, look, you come out to the net profit and construction is the second lowest industry for net profit uh, out there. Retail's the worst, construction second worst. But I think the results are skewed there because any of us with half a brain know that we don't want to show a ton of profit because that means we're paying more tax. So if you're spending some of that profit to make yourself better and to grow your business, you got to take into account what your net worth did in that year too. So... Mm -hmm three, three and a half percent, that's the industry average in net profit is, I don't think you can really rely on that as a benchmark. Uh, But you need to figure out, what, what I think you really have to look at is when do I wanna quit? And what is my spending gonna look like when I do quit? So you gotta understand how much you're gonna need And you divide that. Let's say I want to retire when I'm 65. So what's that? Another 38 years from now. Uh, Almost. And so you know that, uh, you know, you want to have boats and airplanes and not be restricted in your movements and just be able to do anything you want to do. So that means we got to make half a million dollars in profit every year that we can just save, that we can put back. Uh, And those are... Bad numbers, but you get what I'm saying. You got to decide how, what's your end game. How much do you need to, to make that the end of the game? Uh, and work backwards from there. What you pay yourself is not part of the profit. Your paycheck is not business profit. So that's your wages. What I get paid is not part of what Farm Fence Solutions profit looks like. That's right. It's, it's an expense. Kind of separated too, And that, especially. The small, small guys, and this is not picking on small guys, but I did it. that. How much money did you make last year? Luke? Oh, we made 80 grand profit. All profit. Huh? Yeah. What'd you pay yourself? Well, 80 grand. That's <laughs> where it all went. You got anything left to buy equipment and material? No. Then you didn't make any profit. And it took me forever to figure out what an idiot, you know, not
0: the same.
1: Yeah. Because if you would have been paying, an employee to do that, you wouldn't have considered a profit. No, it's an expense. Right. Yeah. You work in your own you work in your own business. So your payroll, your actual paycheck is not profit. If it was, then your CPA would say, Oh, your profits this. Wait, how much did you make Dan? Let's throw that on top. Yeah. It's
2: absolutely and if the you know you look at a a partnership, for example, uh, you know, um, usually a partnership agreement and you get to where the point where you're going to take owner draws. Uh, that's figured on a net profit above and beyond all your expenses and taxes and depreciation and all that. all that. Jazz. So, uh, you know, if I'm a partner in a business and I draw a wage, draw a paycheck, that's, that's, that's a liability to the company. That's an expense. And you need to. If you're the guy that owns the business, you got to treat it the same way. Even if you don't have partners, you know, watching what you're doing.
0: Um.
1: So, what 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 should my personal net worth gains look like in a year? Um. When I worked alone, my
2: goal uh, got to be uh, I wanted to build a thousand. I wanted to average a thousand dollars gross a day and this has been 10 years ago, but $1,000 gross a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did finally get to the point where we were running a pretty healthy net profit above 50%. uh, When we got up there close to half a million a year. Uh, And the, my personal net worth in the beginning stages of that kind of that phase of my life, I was shooting for 50 grand a year. I wanted to increase my net worth. And then it grew to a hundred grand a year. And then you grow to where you're, you know, you're, but it's the, that age old, how much money do I need an emergency fund? Well, 20 years ago, a thousand bucks would, be, I'd get by a couple months on that. And then you wake up one day and you're like, Oh crap, I've only got 20 grand in the bank. And then you get to the point where you wake up one day and you say, we've only got a hundred grand in the operating account. You know, we're broke. And, it, and then it just, it goes from there. And it's, it depends on the nature of your business. Uh, And your lifestyle what kind of lifestyle do you want to keep up when you retire
1: makes sense
0: hey luke when you uh when you retire if somebody were to say hey i'm gonna give you x amount of dollars for farm fence solutions i saw your picture the other day are you going to ride on a boat was that your boat what's going on there uh oh that that weekly kind of question i asked yeah 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 that's
2: our boat but um I mean, I I like what I do. I get to spend a little bit of time on the boat. Uh, That trip there, we were probably 10 miles off of Bimini, Bahama when I took that picture, and we didn't duck in. That was right before COVID hit. Matter of fact, I think the three of us that were on the boat had it. Uh, We didn't know anything about COVID at that point. That was January of 2020. Mm -hmm. And we did not hang a hard right and go to Bimini, and I really regret it because we haven't been to the Bahamas since, so
0: is that a sailboat what is that it is yeah okay. yeah That's
2: awesome. it's, fancy. it's a just a 33 foot 32 32 and a half foot i think uh pearson older boat it's so nice tell us,
0: tell us about your buddy here has the same idea as me like i want to be the guy that sets out the chairs on the beach
2: yeah they've got a plumbing company uh <laughs> here uh, south south of uh, where we live uh And that was what he said forever. As soon as his dad retires, uh, there's dad and an uncle of his. And then, uh, I think there's three in his generation. So there's five partners total and they're just kind of hoping that the old guys will finally hang it up and sell them the rest of it so that they can sell it all the way out and go do something that they want to do. But yeah, they've got mechanical services and, and plumbing company.
0: And what they want to do is put out chairs and, and that
2: guy right there wants to be the guy that puts umbrellas out there every day and is done by three o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. Do you
1: know
0: that how good right
1: that would feel? Drill. Yeah, with the drill, <laughs> yeah, you even the little yeah, I, wanted I wanted just... electrician, electrician curly cube bits. I call them. Bro. I build you a
2: driver, so you didn't have to didn't have to bore holes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just think about I build that. Build you
2: music. a little bitty track machine. You just roll along through there, have all your umbrellas on it. One man show.
0: All you have to do is sit there, watch the waves. Every two hours as the sun moves, you you you, you walk over there, you reposition the umbrella. 3 30, you pack them up and throw them in the little box, and you go to the house. Like, man, that sounds yeah. like a good life.
1: You didn't mention anything about looking at all the bikinis on the beach, Ken. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> so you didn't mention anything about looking at all the bikinis on the beach
0: i think your mic went out man
1: <clears throat> I'm going
2: through a tunnel
0: <laughs>
2: to get back to the boat thing uh it's probably six or seven years ago i was so frustrated my back hurt i got three ruptured discs in my back so that still gives me some problems now now and again but i, did, I mean i had time to do some healing once we decided to change the dynamic of our business um and we've always been into boats we had a houseboat on dale hollow lake for about 10 years uh, but it got to the point i was ready to sell everything you say dale hollow 100 mama cows back then and it was just a lot of work and it, we weren't getting anywhere and that's about what we decided we were going to do was just buy a catamaran and go sail that we ran out of money and pull in somewhere and wake tables and fix boats for a month or two and keep going uh but i had burnout terrible bad and it was because we didn't have any money
0: hey so um damn what was i gonna ask you oh the file fence forum yeah oh, there. october the 5th to the ninth. this to the night yeah i think you got some afa on the on the road training coming your way too
2: the uh, Fifth and sixth is AFA on the road, so the fifth will be one full day of contractor business school, which is a five-day class. Uh, Tony's abbreviate that to one day, and uh, see that's Tuesday, Wednesday, the sixth. Uh, Mark and Ken Throckmorton and uh, Tony Thornton are going to do a. We'll do a double uh, drive swing gate operator setup, which the I mean the goal is to. Hopefully, make these guys understand the liability that's associated with it, and kind of really drive some people uh, down to Dallas to take advantage of um, of what the AFA has to offer.
0: Sure. Now, the AFA uh, that's on the fifth and the sixth, which was like a Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, so Wednesday, fifth, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that, that that somebody if and and again, that's the contractor or, or the what's it called, CFC.
1: Yeah, the uh, contract the business school, fence contractor business school, and yeah, then contract- the fence
2: installation school all happens the same same week. And then there's a the operations manager school that uh, Josh Glover's been involved with. And uh,
0: so, so is that is that like coinciding with what you're doing, the Fall Fence Farm? I know it's the same event, the same week. Yeah, so two different uh, things though.
2: It's all at the Fall Fence Forum, so it's yeah. it's all in the same place.
0: Yeah. But the, if you didn't want to go to the AFA University training, you could go straight to the Fall Fence Forum. Yeah, you just days. come. Yeah, kind of Thursday, Friday, you.
2: Saturday, you can come to the Fall Fence Forum without the those first two days are strictly the AFA. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There would be anything Fall Fence Forum otherwise going on, except for Wednesday night there'd be a good fire and. There may or may not be a cooler beer,
0: and you're you're providing food with the mission. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. There's
2: uh, three meals a day. Three meals a day, and we we ha- we have uh, several fire pits every evening for everybody to gather around.
0: Now, when you say three meals a day, are you talking like three Matt Warner meals, or we nah, like- feed you better than that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We had what, what do we have, Dan? Steak one night? Shrimp and burgers one night? Uh, yeah, see,
2: I, I've, I've been to Warner's place, and you've never been to mine. I ate his food. It wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad.
0: <laughs>
1: Matt's a good guy.
0: One too.
2: thing I won't do is smoke meat on propane for you. We, we'll we cook out on real wood.
0: I heard that. Yeah.
2: No, Matt, yeah, a-, a good spread, a good feed. That was a good time.
0: Let's catch up on a few comments because I think we got some ag guys here that we don't don't typically follow us tuned in tonight. Um, so we got Shane Catton. I think he's from Indianapolis. He Is that
2: says, the Hoosier guy? I can't see names on the comments.
0: Yeah, it's messed up, man. He says, fellow, yeah, he says
1: fellow Hoosier boys.
0: Yeah. Um, so Jack Tillick, uh, Dan, Jack was asking, who did your website? You want to give Benji a shout out?
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll reply,
0: Tony. Uh, now this is interesting. Uh, Scott Jarrett and Zach Payton say in Florida you have to have a license to fence. So I'm interested what that means or, or looks like. There's a lot
2: of stakes you've got to be like Tennessee's one uh you've got to be a licensed contractor there's no fence specific license okay but you have to be a licensed contractor
0: and i'm in i'm in tennessee and that's that is the case i didn't know there's no yeah there's no specifics around fence uh
2: we got nathan Downs. while we're on the subject of the forum i had a shipment come in today i'm gonna grab one show you
0: yeah okay hey we got nathan downs he says everyone working by themselves is epic Luke. Dan, I'm kind of jealous. I, I I don't think I have to build a fence by myself.
1: Uh, I was thinking about that a few minutes ago. i uh, kind of faced out for a minute. And I'm thinking to myself, God, I build a couple thousand foot of fence. You know, that's uh pretty amazing. Whoa, look at that.
2: Yeah, for the uh for the shootout, we give away uh, trophy rifles.
0: Like a 30, 30. What is that? Engraved.
2: I don't have an engraved one in this office. It's in the other office, but, uh, so. that'll be the shootout champion, uh, 45 long coats this year. And we're going to step it up. And so there'll be two of those. So the winning team, uh, both guys will get one. And then we, we actually got a third one. Then. Uh, I think we're gonna, we're gonna have a fence man of the year. So anybody that comes to the forum, will be able to vote. Uh, Everybody that comes (laughs) and whoever gets the most, Justin Justin uh, Nary's 45 long coat lever gun. So
0: that's, that's it right there. The 45 long coat.
1: Yeah. Those are 45 long coat all card
0: sights. Yeah.
1: You heard me, Luke. What's that? Justin? Justin Nary. Oh, Justin Nary of shades. He said, put my gun down.
2: Hey, I told you about the guys from Iowa that showed up last year. No sleep. Yeah. There. yeah.
0: That's him. I hope you come win it. Um, this is what I wanted to ask Luke. Luke, can we talk about truck wraps? What is Luke's position on, on wrapping a truck?
2: What is my position on wrapping a truck? Uh, so that's, it, I guess it depends uh, on how bad the pain is. Uh,
0: on how bad the paint is.
2: Yeah. Like if it's really rusty and you need to cover something, then yeah, by all means, wrap it. Um, and again, you got to stick with what you know. The way that I grew up and the kind of the, I sent you guys the the seven deadly sins in that outline. Um, and
0: Dan, Dan texts me. He's like, bro, he's talking about, uh, I don't know what the hell he's saying, but he, Dan was tripped out by it. I said, I like it.
2: what is it's it's, it's a you know it's what I was getting at with that and what that guy's getting at is you got to take care of your business first and so if it's I mean if a a wrap does your business good then by all means go for it um I in in the ag fence world there are some wraps that are out there that would be very difficult to keep customers if you showed up with Uh, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. So we run, our trucks are really pretty simple. They're the same silver color, gray color. Uh, the lettering's white and it's just, they're just the, the white lettering on the black beds. And it's just a nice, clean, simple look. So I don't have anything against a rep. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it all has to do with your region and where you, where you, where you are. You know, if- I think your market more than anything. So if you're selling to farmers, yeah, if my market was, you know, if I was 30 minutes north of here and all my work was different, my trucks wouldn't look like they look. You know. They wouldn't. I don't have anything you know, against when that hurricane, when that hurricane went through Lafayette and ripped through Baton Rouge, what did I do? I stopped at the first SEC store, bought everything and anything LSU, put it all over my truck, drove into Baton Rouge and sold fences.
2: Yeah. Good thinking, you know, I drive
1: through Evansville
2: every once in a while and I try to do it when it's cloudy, just in case I get behind one of Sean King's trucks. Cause on a sunny day, my God, I blind you. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hit, yeah, got I got behind cool. one of his
2: pickups down there was actually following one of them into his place a year or two ago. And it was sunny and I, I didn't have my sunglasses on and it like the sun was behind us, but hitting that tailgate coming right back. That, those things are definitely shiny. I'll give him that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, I think he moved to uh, blue chrome.
0: Blue chrome. Yes, yeah. yeah, cool.
2: I saw. So, yeah, so now what it looks like the
0: police. The, it looks like police lights behind you. That blue yeah. flashing off of there. Yeah, oh, I think yeah but, he uh, uh, stole that
2: one from Chris Steele. Christmas trucks. I, I like that blue chrome better
1: than mm-hmm. the, the silver chrome. Yeah, I like chrome. it. And I, I think he's, he's doing good <laughs> switching it over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it has to do a lot with your market, you know? Um, I was out on on a job today and if I would have been 30 miles east, I couldn't have been dressed the way I was and had the customer take me seriously. You know, I mean, a matter of fact, if I go 30 miles east, I couldn't sell a job and save my life. Completely different type of people. I could send one of my guys over there. They used to work for me. <clears throat> I'd send him, boom. They'd uh they scoop him. Oh yeah, yeah. So you got the job. I mean, I've literally been I've, I've literally gone there to do an estimate and the customers look at me like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm meeting my daughter out after this for such and such. So I, I don't want to get dirty. And he's like, oh yeah, that's great. They're just not used to it, you know. It's a whole different vibe. Yeah, I
2: think it depends on who you're who you're selling to. Sometimes whether you show up in work clothes or and again, stick with what you know. I've never sold a a privacy fence or fence in town. Period. I mean, that's the people that we typically work for. You know, don't mind a guy with work clothes on.
0: That's right.
2: If anything, they look at me funnier than they would most people because when it's summertime, I'm sprayed down with bug dope. I'm wearing shorts and tennis shoes and I'll have blame to, my legs keep sawdust out of my socks and that's is what it is. I'll go through two or three pair of tennis shoes and
0: my feet I don't get. blame you. I don't blame you a bit. I fence in freaking flip flops before. I know that's a guy. That. That's
2: the only thing he fences in. Of course, he doesn't fence much anymore.
1: Look, back when uh, I first started out, I wore flip-flops every day, all day long, fenced in. I had the greatest foot tan you could ask for. <laughs> well, I got yeah.
2: three stages of foot tan going on because I got the I got the flip-flop tan that's just kind of tan, and then I got the, the uh, shorts or the uh, <laughs> socks and tennis shoes tan, uh-huh. and then the eight or ten it's above them so it's yeah it's pretty Three rough bases. looking
1: yeah if i go barefoot pretty really looking. all those guys were giving uh mark olson a hard time about wearing flip-flops in that video and i was thinking man i can't tell you how many years i'm, I'm talking 10 plus years i wore flip-flops every day
0: you know I fenced in props, flip-flops, swimming trunks. Yeah. No shirt.
1: Well, I I always had a shirt on, so. <laughs> I never went shirtless.
0: Hey, I will say, like, hey, if we're in town, like, no, nah, we're keeping our shirts on. I don't like my guys cutting their sleeves off. Maybe I should not care, but I don't like it.
2: Yeah, we like everybody to stay professional looking, so it yeah. shirts on. And none of my guys wear shorts. They all want to wear pants, so. I don't I know, can't. man.
0: It's kind of like I yes. don't know if it's a if it's a man thing or what. But dude, I'll run guys like other contractors on a job, and they're wearing these jeans and boots, and I'm wearing shorts and tennis shoes, and I'm just we're looking at each other like, "Who's wrong here?" I'm like, "You are wrong, bro." But <laughs> I'm like, "Man, is something wrong with me? Like, why are you wearing this shit, dude?" I know I get it, man. You want to look the part and have jeans on, but damn, it is hot, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then. It-
2: it depends on the job too. So you get in on a, uh, we do some solar work, you know, big projects or commercial work and you've got to wear pants and you got to have stripes on and yeah. you got to wear long sleeves and you gotta, you know,
0: Yeah. Wear a hard hat. But, uh, it
1: depends. I know when I was working for Verizon, anybody I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. When I was working for Verizon, man, we had uh blue jeans on, steel toe boots, safety vest, and we were the only ones on the job, me and two other guys, not running equipment. Had to have safety vest on, and if somebody was on the tower, you had to have a uh, a hard hat on. But I refuse to work underneath those guys when they want the towers. Like, when y'all done, let us know.
0: Yeah. I've seen,
1: I've seen those wrenches come off, them drop those wrenches, seen them come down and go right through the – right through the bed of a pickup truck. What is this hard hat going to do?
2: It had to be been a Ford aluminum bed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. So whenever those guys got up on the tower, man, we had our truck off to the side. Let us know when y'all get off.
0: What are you? Uh, are, are you like a Mack guy? Uh, what's your truck of choice? Uh, big truck of choice.
2: Probably Kenworth.
0: I figured the Dodge and the Chevrolet wasn't nothing for you.
2: Nah, the we like the Rams. Uh, those are our daily drivers, but the big trucks, the nicest ones that we've had are Kenworth. That's what we've got now.
0: Yep. And as far as airplanes, Cessna?
2: Uh, well, we've got one, but uh, it depends on the, you know, define the mission. <clears throat> you want uh, to
0: driving far away or you
2: just want to go fly?
0: No, not catching a creek bottom somewhere.
2: Oh, the Highlanders the way to go.
1: Really?
2: Yeah, or sitting in a super. Hey, did you see, see that
1: picture that uh, that Luke posted the other day? He's like, uh, yeah, I took the drone out."
0: <laughs> and yeah. I looked at the picture and I'm like, <laughs> he was shooting, wasn't he?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yeah really that
2: amazing. the picture I showed you, that's uh that was in our in our shop. I mean, that's where the airplane was for the picture, so. Yeah
0: i think it's so cool that i can type in your tail numbers and see where your plane's at
2: it's uh depends on what if what kind of broadcasting they've got but yeah you as long as it's got adsb out you can see it
0: so that time you came to nebraska and you you were like look up what's the tail fin tl whatever 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 i typed it in i just typed it in google that's all you gotta do yeah i was like damn he's in like missouri right now and like I was, uh, I would refresh it about every twenty minutes. And like I was like, "Damn, he's almost here, y'all!" Like, and then you landed, I, uh, and, and Tony Thornton picked you up, and you were still late.
1: Marco, <laughs> I, was oh, about, I, uh, I didn't know Olsen's we were smoking. going to eat. Sorry. <laughs> Mark just commented. He said, "I stay away from job sites, so I don't have to be in pants."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shocker! <laughs>
2: Shocker! Oh, you yeah, for that, though.
0: Well, hey guys, good chat. Look here, my wife brought me this plate.
2: I didn't know we were allowed to eat while we were on TV.
0: they I—I mean, what do you got? You got something?
2: I have a plate in the microwave. I hope
0: this has been sitting in front of me for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> look at this, bro. Look at this. It looks y'all. good. Yes, looks good. It's not
1: Tuesday. Uh Sean tacos. Came me Burritos. Sean came me up uh yesterday. It was like 7 30 or something. He's like, bro, what, y'all y'all not doing the show tonight? Uh-oh. I'm like, uh, we do doing on Wednesdays now. It was getting in the way of our taco Tuesdays and margarita nights. <laughs> 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 well, you brought up flying enough that uh that's one of my points.
2: Um to our guys uh, like this last plane that we bought we're gonna keep something like that around and anybody that anybody that works at farm fence solutions it's going to be available to them we'll pay for the plane and the fuel have to pay an instructor but if they wanted to get their license then they can go do that cool. uh, i think that personal growth and that that comes back to profit a lot of times because you can't afford uh, to go make yourself better if you're not making money uh, And that goes for hiring your guys too and what you pay them. They can't, if they don't see value in making themselves better, then they're never going to go do it. Uh, And so we try to push them. There's a free class right now uh, in Greene County. They can go, it's two nights a week each evening. And it's a welding and CAD software class. So it's basically high school shop class get some value out of that a couple of them will and they're going to go do it so uh, take time to to make yourself better set a personal goal you can't always be all about work so if canon you've said it enough you're you like airplanes go to the local airport tell them that you want to take a discovery flight and you'd like to do some lessons don't drive past the airport again without doing it just stop in there and do it and then the next thing you know a discovery flight. Yep. It's usually bucks or free. That'd be your first hour. So, go do it. If that's something that that, you, that interests you, then go do it. If it's go take a sailing class. If you want to learn how to do
1: something, go learn how to do something.
0: No, I like flying, man. I think that's I think I think it's really fascinating. It's it's. Uh,
1: I think it's fascinating, and the whole time I'm in the air, I'm thinking, "How is this thing working?" How, what, how Bernoulli's is this principle
0: is
2: yeah, is how it works. It's the same as a sailboat. Uh, it's How a sailboat can sail sail straight into the not straight into the wind, ten degrees off the wind, uh, but you're using Bernoulli's principle. That's how an airplane flies. They I think go. it's amazing.
0: Cool. I really do. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: don't do that. what else
2: you, you,
1: you got to say about net profit before we get off?
2: Make lots of it. Uh, the <laughs> it's the important thing in business, uh, I think a lot of people get, get confused there and they say, no, nah, we got it's customer service or it's uh, quality or it's this or that. It's not, it's profit because if you don't have profit, then you're not going to be in business next year, which means you can't service the customers that you built. So if there's a quality issue, you're not still there to take care of. it. So it's profit. It's the you know chicken or the egg conundrum, but profit. It's easy. If you're not making profit, you're doing you and your customers a disservice.
1: How often are do you, are you looking at your P and Ls and balance sheets? Is that something daily? You often, do? daily. Yeah. Which
2: our business is a little bit different. We've got the we've got the contracting side. So there's that. Oh go yeah. with that. But we've also, I mean, we do 10 times the volume dollars wise in sales that we do in contracting. So it's really critical for us to look at that because if there's a product we're not making money on and we're selling a bunch
1: of it, that just got expensive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't have the commerce part of it and you just had the contracting part of it, how often do you think you would be looking at your P&Ls? I think I'd evaluate or, every every job I want to evaluate. Do you uh, have do you have different PLs? You got a PNL for the commerce and a PL for the contractor?
2: Uh you would have to disseminate some information to to get it, but yeah, it's there. The information's there. Um it's all in the same as far as a P and L that I would send to a banker, it's all the same. I
0: okay. think looking at a company P and L is like a monthly task. I mean no more. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But
2: it's It really depends on i think on your turnover how much money are you how much money are you going through i mean i I think that that's a that's a huge how much volume have you got pumping through there and you can you mean you can stumble on these products where somebody missed prices at the system and you just sold 50 of them and you lost five bucks on each one i mean that i think you got look at stuff like that. I mean, a P&L is easy to look at. You just click right there on the link, and it's there, and you can see everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, And I just like to look at it every day. I'm just curious. feels good now. You didn't used to, but now you do, huh? No, I used to hate these guys. I used to hate going to the accountant. I used to hate talking to any of this stuff. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. So it was, what you, what you, and it still what sometimes work? is. I mean, you, yeah. you get in a conversation with people and they overwhelm you with information and they're doing so much better than you and you're like, dang, I'm going to have to do better. It just shows you that it's possible. It's happened to all of us.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, now, I know net profit. I know If you got him cornered, I'm
1: sure he'd tell you about all the mistakes he still makes. I know net profit is crucial and cash is king, right? I mean, what do you what do you think about that? Uh, you got to have some cash. Uh, you got to be. a... When if, I say if, cash, you're not meaning physical cash, like you're getting paying getting cash jobs. You're just talking about, or are or you talking about literally liquid
0: literally. money in the bank?
2: Well, both money in the bank, and I, I mean, I think every grown man and woman ought to have some some cash that's in our kind of a smaller circle that's fixing to be public, but a bush light stack is what we call it. And a bush light stack is 10 envelopes with $10,000 cash in each one of them, all $100 bills, and it's exactly the same height as a bush light can. And I think that, you know, depending on your business, bush light. That's a bush light stack. Uh, You need some of them. You need to have a little bit of cash, cash, cash put back. Doesn't mean you're taking cash jobs, reported cash we don't dodge any income it's just cash and it's good to have cash money in the bank is good to have in your operating account you got to have it cash just to let it sit around uh, other than your reserve like your safety net is essentially like losing money I mean what's the inflation traditionally in the four percent range um, that's one of them. I ought to know more about right now, but I'm going to speculate inflation somewhere in the 10% range, like real inflation, not what the government inflation is like. So if you let a hundred thousand dollars sit for a year right now, it's like somebody pulling 10 grand off the top. So cash, you got to have a little bit of it, but put that money to work for you. So if there's a piece of equipment that your business could benefit from, um, Rental equipment is a great one for us. You know, you get a kitty built back up and you buy another piece of equipment that you're going to rent. So it's no secret. We've got a whole flock of them Evo post drivers, most of them. So y'all rent the post
0: drivers to people locally? Oh, yeah, not locally.
2: It's all the local guys have one. They rent one for a week and they got to have one. So they buy one. Uh, We rent them all over the country.
1: Really? Are you the only dealer?
2: Um, we set Mark Olson up as a dealer for ProTec as well. So SWI, not necessarily Mark, but SWI and as a dealer.
1: So you y'all you are the only two dealers in the country? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well that's nice. That, very that was very nice. was nice to set up Mark with that. Yeah. Oh I mean, he's got the right attitude
2: for it. And it's, it wasn't, the, I didn't do it. Just to be friendly to the guy. Uh, Mark and I are on the same level on a lot of things. I mean, we agree on just nearly everything. So uh, it's just a good. Fit. And the things agree on are like, just so everybody knows I kicked him, I mean, whipped him hard in a weight loss contest. It was to lose 20 pounds and I beat him like a drum. I mean, I whipped his ass, terrible bad. And the winner got to pick where we're going on a on a scuba diving trip. And before I even won, which I knew I was going to win, because uh, he can't stay off the ice cream long enough to do any good here. So we both weighed in at exactly 195 pounds. I got down to 173. This is on the same scale. We weighed on the same scale. And he wouldn't even get on it this last time when I was in Florida. <laughs> But he said, "Well, where are you going to pick?" He had said, "Like the Bahamas is where he wanted to go." And I said, "Indonesian." He said, "Why would you pick Indonesian?" I said, "Because I've never been there, and you're buying." So we're going (laughs) to Indonesia. Uh, That's awesome. But no, Mark Mark is the—you know—he's got the right attitude for to see opportunity and take advantage of it. Uh, A lot of people. This uh, is—we were in Florida. A couple of weeks ago, my wife and I were down there with Mark and, and Tanya and uh, got to go out to eat Had babysitters for all the kids and just left them to do what they do. Uh, but we had this discussion about it. You know, you could write someone the recipe for success. You could write down exactly what they can go do to make a million dollars and they won't go do it. So, I mean, it's not secret you can give everybody all the secrets and they won't take advantage of it. They're not, everybody's afraid to share how they, how they got to here, how they tie this knot or how, why they build a brace like that or how come this other guy's stuff is failing. You can show it to everybody. It'll be pretty rare to find somebody that takes that information and hurts your business with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: no, Mark's one of those guys that sees opportunity. The opportunity can be anywhere and he'll see it and take advantage of it. Uh, I, I lot the same way, I hope, I think, anyway.
1: Like with his rental cars. He went and got rental cars. Yeah. Buying airplanes for
2: cheap and selling them for more money. It's, you name it, the opportunity's out there. Uh, but we both agreed. I mean, that night we were talking about it and think I'll do this and might do this and might do that. We're both just torn up because there's just one of us who've got all these great ideas. So what do you do with it?
1: Mark said, "Lies." He just commented, <laughs> "Lies." No, is that Mark that said that? Lies? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think he meant say, "You got me you split on you a got throne me. of lies." Yeah, meet <laughs> we'll you, buddy. We're going scuba diving. Look, I
0: was, I was with Mark for three days, and I saw Mark eat three lizards. So I believe he does have a
2: problem. I bet Mark's at Coneheads right now. Mark's over at the beach at Coneheads right now, watching this.
1: Mark was like, uh, "We we got to go. Uh, ice cream shop closes in ten minutes. We got to yeah. go. let's go." Yeah, I guess now. that's the why because it's it's after nine and
2: Coneheads closes at nine. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, Martin, shut it down. Like, hey guys, it's been nice hanging out with you, but Dairy Queen's finished shut down and we got to
1: go. Yeah, I'm out of here. Either yeah. you're with me okay. or you're against us. With me, get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> it was pretty So fun. there's
2: opportunity anywhere you look, I guess is the point in that. And if you can turn that opportunity to profit, uh, uh, we get that all the time. Yeah, but yeah, but that costs so much money. That's, that, that costs too much. You can't, it's, the, it's like buying a rental property. If you don't spend $300,000 and you can go to the bank, they'll loan you all the money on a $300,000 rental property. And at the end of the day, you got a twenty five hundred dollars mortgage payment. You got another fifteen hundred dollars in overhead, and the other six thousand dollars a month that brings in is net profit. But if you don't take that step to make that investment, everybody says, "Well, I don't want to clean unclogged toilets in the middle of the night." We've had a real hey, my, trip. my wife I don't just my wife unclogged in the middle of the night.
0: Hey, Kristen just sent me a, a screenshot of a message that some. I guess a customer of ours or maybe somebody we gave a quote to sent (laughs) while we were doing this. And she said, the, 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 the the potential customer says I have to tell you that you were $6,000 more without taking fence down and doing all new with a different company. Wow. That's huge for us. I'm sorry, but thank you for your time and quote. 6,000. Hey, Maybe I messed up. Maybe they messed up. Maybe that is what it is. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. You know, so, you I know, the that. little, like
2: at the pet store, the, the dip net that they get to go fish out with, you know,
0: <laughs>
2: the little bitty net with the tiny yeah. Little, right? Yeah. And, and Dan, you ought to know, being down there in the bayou, you know what a cast net is, right? Huh. Big ass net got big holes. You're not catching little tiny minnows, right? You're catching fish with a cast net.
1: Yep. So, you catch a broader net. There's different then, ones. There's bait, there's bait cast nets, and then
0: there's fish cast, net, cast nets. Yeah, some of them get hosed yeah. into this damn
1: bee. Yeah, some and then even a bait if cast
0: net.
2: If you're catching bait fish with a cast net, you're not catching you, minnows like you would with the tiny little... See what I'm right. saying? So yeah. you got fence companies that are out there with that little... They're scooping goldfish out. One. That's right. That's right. So you cast a broader net. That means you can quote more jobs. So, like, take Farm Fence Solutions, for example. If we get a 1,000 leads, we're we're only going to quote maybe 20 of them, and we only want to get two of those jobs. And that blows right. people's minds, and we're good with that. Yeah. That's where we want to be. That's our happy spot. We'll still talk to all those people. We take all those calls, and we put them to the person that can help them, but pre-qualify them, yep. drive your profit up, stay in your lane, run your game. Don't worry what the other guy's doing.
1: You know, you mentioned something a little earlier about people saying, "Well, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to clean tall, unclog toilets in the middle of the night." Um, people, people, people just see where Luke Gibson was and where he is. They don't see in between what it took you to get there. You know, they just see A to B. People that matter, dude. Um, you know, people that matter, dude. When I say people, I mean people. Fellow fence people. They don't they just see, oh, look, look where this person's at, or look what they're doing, or you know, look what's going on here. I mean, it's funny. I had a guy call me the other day for advice. He was like, Man, I know you I know you're busy, but I need some advice. <clears throat> and he passed a comment about where I am. Well, guess what, buddy? Last week I was on the phone with Josh Glover doing the same thing you're doing to me. <laughs> so it's not about where I am, it just you might be here and I'm here, but well, guess what? Somebody else is here that I'm calling and somebody else is here that I'm calling and the person that I call is calling. Yeah. That's why we're here, man. Everybody's mm-hmm. in a different level on a different stage of their business and in this fence industry. so let's help each other out and just, you know, make, make this a, a, a liable trade, you know? A well, I've trade. said it
2: for years. Um, uh, everybody's got something to teach you, and what they teach you might be that you don't want to do it that way. But what they teach you might be how to double your profits overnight. Yes. So, yeah. um, Either way. that was, uh, that was one thing that really, really aggravated me. Um, you know, I'll go open my door. Uh, that really frustrated me when I was getting started. Uh, I had asked a, a local fencer to help me. And he wouldn't, and not only did he not help, but he ran everybody down around. He wouldn't run me down to my face. He was nice to me to my face but tell me about how terrible. The other fence builders in the neighborhood were. he you know, was that kind of guy. And he finally sold out and another guy owns his company now, but, um, it's, it's frustrating when you want help and you got somebody that tries to sabotage everybody in the neighborhood. And if he'd have just helped, Everybody would have been better. His business would have been better. And it took me a long time to, to get over that. And I always said, if I was in a position one of these days where I could help somebody, I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll help you. And
1: Yeah, that's like I the lady's job was on today. She mentioned another fence company. Oh Yeah, look at their fence. I'm like, oh, yeah, Mike, he does a great job. He does really good work. I recommend him all the time. She and we really we do good. that too. I get people that call
2: us and say, "Well, we had so and so come look at it." Well, then you got the guy you need. You don't need us. We're not going to go I
1: was, I, look, I was there today. He'll do just as good a job. So we've referred out fifty-seven jobs this uh, year so far that we referred out. You know,
2: and that's that's a good place to be. Have a good working relationship with the people. Uh, in your neighborhood, or even the ones that aren't in your neighborhood. We get calls from all over the country that we can't yeah. handle. Uh,
1: My buddy yeah. Trev down in Homa, he's like, stop sending me people. <laughs> stop. Yeah, you know, That's, everybody's, everybody's just as busy as we, as we are. Everybody else to Trev. Yeah. You know? So, anyway. Look, guys, it's getting late. I don't want to have a rerun of last week where – We were on for three hours and I drank the whole time and didn't realize it had been three hours. So I need to go eat dinner, bro. So I'm I'm ready to cut loose. Y'all want to keep talking. Go for it.
0: (laughs) No, we're good. Hey, Luke, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, Hey, guys. Farm Fence uh, Solutions is hosting the Farm Fence Forum October the 5th of the 9th. Uh, Visit... Luke's website, what is it, Fall Fence? or uh, FarmFenceSolutions.com Yeah, visit the website. Uh, there's a couple of links there to sign up. Uh, very affordable, and I think it'll be a great experience if you're interested. October the 5th through the 9th, Worthington, Indiana, right?
1: Yeah, even if you just go for the camaraderie and, and uh, the networking and just getting to know your fellow fence guys across the country, man. I mean, I went to Nebraska. I didn't participate in anything. I met guys. I talk to these guys on a regular now and it's just just getting that bond from around the nation. If I need something, I, I can get it from anywhere in the country, you know. We get a call and want to know if they
2: can just be if they can just come spectate at the forum and we say there's no spectators. Uh, everybody is required to participate. So you don't have to enter the competition, but everyone is required to participate. Competition uh, competition's a big part of it. It's two days worth. Uh, thursday and saturday and that is a great way it's excellent to watch the guys but it it takes people that enter that that are willing to take that you know that risk that somebody's going to judge their work yeah judge and get in there and give everybody else uh, something to watch and learn from so the more people that we get entered the better it is and and we we really enjoy that but uh, the camaraderie part it's just like going to AFAU or Fence Tech or any of that. You know, the show is great. But, you know, what happens all day is great. But when the sun goes down and the fire gets lit and everybody's done eating, that's that's where the business gets done. That's where you meet those lifelong connections that uh, the guys that have been through what you've been through and have some answers that will help you and people that are looking
0: for the answers that you have. So, Sound like a damn country song. It is just like a damn hell. Get some guitars out. When the sun goes down, the fire gets lit, and the business goes down. Heck yeah! We got gravel roads
2: and dogs, and we got some. We go fishing, and we can even arrange a breakup or a divorce or something. We'd be making a real country (laughs) song.
1: Oh man.
2: That was the story from the last the last time when the mic wasn't working. When Dan was talking about why he didn't come because uh, his his sister got married, and then uh, her husband and her were getting divorced, so he could he could have come to the forum and wouldn't have missed out on anything. Uh, <laughs> you talking about Dan Hardy, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: Unfortunately,
1: did somebody say, man, you need to come? They're gonna end up getting divorced anyway. That's right. <laughs>
0: Somebody yep. did say that. <laughs> I'm hey, trying to get
1: off here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, Luke, it was great talking to you, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I love what you're doing for the industry. Yep. The knowledge and uh, the uh, the humor that you have—it's great.
2: I love well, that. thanks for having me on again, and. uh it's a great show you guys are doing. I
1: enjoy watching it every week. American Thank you, man. Fans, we appreciate man. it. You know, we don't claim to know everything. We just we're just like everybody else. Just so happens we're on this side and everybody else is on the other side. We're learning. Tomorrow I'll be on the phone with Ken and he'd be like, Man, did yeah, Luke said this. And we'll be implementing things that we learned tonight, you know? So it's, well, the it's first great. thing I'm gonna do
2: tomorrow morning is Go screw something up really bad so I can learn something new to share next time we talk. <laughs> there
0: we go.
1: Perfect. All right, man. It was great talking to you. Good talking yeah. to you guys.
0: Yeah. Thank y'all. I have a good night, guys. Good
1: one. Thank y'all. Bye.